welcome to the Hormonal Mama podcast, episode six. Today we are talking postpartum in a pandemic. What exactly does that mean? That means that we are talking about the postpartum period, which is the year after giving birth. At least that's how I refer to it. Um, Most often you'll hear the postpartum period being like three months after birth. Um, But I like to refer to that entire year because really it takes a year to kind of get used to everything and all the changes and the hormonal changes are pretty quick. But when I'm discussing the postpartum period, I like to talk about that first year. So let's dive in. So let's start by talking about the postpartum period and what that means. So I know in my intro a minute ago, you heard me talking about how frequently you'll hear the the postpartum period being referred to as the first three months or six weeks after birth. Um, But I like to really concentrate on the postpartum period being that first year after birth. So let me sort of break down for you why I see it differently than what is generally considered, because I think that'll help explain kind of where I'm headed in this episode. So first off, postpartum, what does that mean? Post means after, and partum in regards to what we're talking about is parturition, which is birth. It's when the baby is born and is no longer connected by the the umbilical cord and placenta. So postpartum is going to be after birth. Now, in most cases, you'll hear postpartum. And like I said before, they're going to refer to the first six weeks or even up to 12 weeks after birth. It's often referred to as the fourth trimester. So even though technically trimesters are referring to pregnancy. In general terms, postpartum is this fourth trimester where your body is still going through all of these changes. There are a million things happening, all these hormonal changes happening, and everything is just changing and being very complicated. So in my case, What I like to focus on is that first year after birth, because even though all of the hormonal changes really take place primarily in those first few months after birth, particularly those first few weeks, a lot of changes still occur during that first year, especially if you're a new mom. Here you are with a new baby or babies, like in my case, when I had twins and I had no idea what I was doing. And there's a lot of changes. It's not just the physical hormonal changes and emotional and mental changes, but your life is completely different now than it was before you became a parent. So you have the changes of readjusting your life to take care of a baby or, like I said, babies, because sometimes there's more than one baby and that is a huge change. But it's not but, but what I mean to say is I think it's important to really stretch out that postpartum period and focus on that whole year um, after, because like I said, all of the changes are crazy, right? You have the hormonal changes that occur right after birth. You deliver this baby and all of those hormones that were racing through your body are suddenly going to change. They're going to drop and 
other hormones are going to spike. And as we all know, hormones, whether you are a man or a woman or anything, the hormonal changes are rough. Hormones are no joke. They are difficult and insane. So um, in those first few weeks, the hormonal changes are nuts. And in that first year, once things level out a little bit, it's still craziness, just in an entirely different way. When I say that it's in an entirely different way, what I mean is that you're still dealing with hormonal changes, right? So those first few weeks and few months, the hormone spikes are off the charts and it's very hard to really process what you're going through. One minute you're hysterical, tears of, of, you know, sadness. You're just so sad about something absurd. And then next thing you know, you're crying tears of joy because your baby's so beautiful and they're amazing. And then they looked you in the wrong way and you think, oh my God, they hate me. And then you cry again because you're sad. Then you're angry because you forgot to wash the baby's bottles or you forgot to wash the pacifier that fell on the floor and you are freaking out because of this or that. And it's just bonkers. But like I said, when things change and the hormones start to level off a little bit, it's still crazy. It's not like oh, all of a sudden your hormones are completely leveled out. Everything is just rainbows and sunshine now that the crazy hormonal spikes and, and dips, the roller coaster, if you will. Now that that stopped, everything is beautiful and perfect again. Well, that is just garbage talk because it's not true. It's crazy. It's very difficult when you're trying to deal with a baby, right? A newborn is one thing. And that's hard because you're not getting any sleep and you're trying to figure out, is your baby eating enough, whether they're breastfeeding or formula feeding or, or what, are they eating enough? Did they get enough at that last feeding? Why are they spitting up so much? They're spitting up. Oh my gosh, that means that they're not eating enough. So you end up giving yourself <laughs> the crazy, I use the word crazy a lot and I certainly don't mean it in an offensive way. It's just the first word that comes to my mind. So I just want to clarify that because I just realized how many times I said the word crazy in the past couple of minutes. And what I'm really trying to drive home here is that while the hormonal changes that take place during pregnancy and then immediately following pregnancy are very complex. And when you see it in a chart format, you can really understand why we feel like we're just completely losing it during that, you know, postpartum, the initial postpartum period, which I'll refer to, we'll say right now, maybe the first few weeks, maybe up to the first two months after birth. Although the, the hormones should level out sooner than that. But when you see it, you realize, oh, no wonder I feel like I'm losing it because your hormones are just up and down and up and down and up and down. And then everything levels off and you have a minute where you're thinking, oh, you know, I haven't cried like in a couple of days and I don't really feel the urge to cry or be extremely angry. And you kind of are aware of that briefly. And then you realize, 
I'm still really tired. I'm still not getting a lot of sleep. My baby is waking up all the time. And now my baby's doing this. And now my baby's doing that because they develop so much in that first year. So much happens that you have to try and keep on top of and keep track of. And it can be really difficult sometimes to realize, wow, when did they start smiling at me? (laughs) Or when did they start making that sound? When did they? I don't remember because you're so tired. It can be so hard to remember all of the things and all of the exciting things or sometimes not so exciting things, just random stuff like, did the baby poop today? I don't remember. Usually, don't get me wrong, usually you remember something like that because it's pretty disgusting, but there will be times where you just don't remember because the postpartum period, the way I refer to it and the way I refer to it is that first year after birth, not just those first few weeks and first few months, because it continues and goes on for such a long time of just trying to keep track and remember this and remember that. And hey, I'm a mom now. Oh, yeah. I mean, here I am right now, 16 months postpartum, right? So I'm not in the postpartum period anymore. I've been a mother for 16 months. I still, every single day, feel like I'm losing my mind. Granted, I have twins. Yes, that makes things a little more complicated and difficult. But even with one baby, at 16 months postpartum, you can still feel like you're losing your mind. I still wake up every day and have to remind myself that I'm a mother. I look in the mirror and say, I'm a mom. I have kids. What? That can't be real. But it is. (laughs) And that's the stuff that continues, I think, for a long time. But in that first year, it's a lot to process. Now, granted, for me, I went through infertility. I went through pregnancy complications. So maybe I can't speak for other people. I can only speak for myself. And for me, Some of that is, wow, I went through all of this and now I'm a mom? How did that happen? Where did the past 16 months even go? I mean, it's like I blinked and all of a sudden, here I am, a mother of toddlers. What? They were just born, except that they weren't. Um, Now, that was a little tangent that I felt like I had to go off on, so I apologize for that. But I think it's all relevant. It's all relevant to discussing postpartum stuff. And how, you know, just being a mother in that, you know, new period, maybe we'll call it that, can be so overwhelming and so crazy to even think about, okay, I have to worry about this other life now. And in my case, and other multiples, couple of lives that you have to worry about every single day. And so all in all, what I'm getting at here is the postpartum period the, the traditional postpartum period or official or technical postpartum period, which is those first few weeks and months, absolute insanity. And then that whole first year, no one really prepared me for that. I did not realize that that first year was going to be such an adjustment and so insane to just try and wrap my mind around. Now, I spent a large chunk of my postpartum year dealing with this pandemic. So I do have some insight there. So let's talk about that and how the pandemic is affecting people going through the postpartum period because the postpartum period is crazy enough as it is. And here we are in a pandemic. And how is that affecting 
people going through the postpartum period. Let's jump in and, and discuss that. Okay, so the pandemic. Now, I know in my previous two episodes, I was discussing the pandemic. You know, I was talking about how the pandemic affects people going through infertility. And then I talked about how the pandemic affects people going through pregnancy. So let's change course here for a minute and or for more than a minute, because that's what this episode's all about. And let's talk about how the pandemic is affecting people going through the postpartum period. So there's really two things I want to talk about. There's the general postpartum period, and then there's the more complicated aspect of the postpartum period, which is people dealing with postpartum depression. Now, a lot of people, when you hear the word postpartum, they don't think about the postpartum period. They immediately think of postpartum depression. They associate the two words together, so they just say postpartum and instantly we're talking depression. So I don't like to do that because postpartum doesn't always refer to postpartum depression. It is the way I discuss it. That's why I word it the postpartum period. Um, And that's just, again, for me, in the way that I observe things, my own experience professionally and personally, I see the postpartum period as being an entire year after birth. I know I keep saying that, but I just want to make sure that you understand where I'm coming from here. So first, let's talk the other side. Let's talk postpartum depression. Postpartum depression is a very real mental health issue. It is nothing to be ashamed of. That, you know, I know I talk a lot in my episodes about mental health, and I really like to drive home the point that you shouldn't ever be ashamed of seeking out mental health assistance. Or if you are dealing with mental health issues, It is a normal, normal thing. And there is no shame in seeking out help and in that diagnosis. So I just want to preface that for anyone listening who may be dealing with postpartum depression or may think maybe I am dealing with postpartum depression. It is real and it is not shameful. It is something that happens to so many women. It is scary. When I gave birth to my babies, right, I had a lot of complications. And then my children were preemies, so they were in the NICU for a period of time. I had such a difficult time. I started having symptoms of postpartum depression. I was already seeing a mental health um, counselor for infertility. I started seeing my counselor when I was dealing with infertility after my first and only IVF failed. I was getting depressed. I was in a dark place and I sought out help. I am not ashamed to admit that because it is so important to take care of your mental health. When it comes to postpartum depression, that is something I can't give guidance on because I'm not an expert. I am just a person who experienced basically the steps leading up to it. And I was already getting help. And I explained to my therapist, hey, I I think I might be starting to deal with postpartum depression, but I'm not sure. This is how I'm feeling. And in my case, it was, you know, the things I was feeling were normal for that point of the postpartum period. But again, I like to emphasize the fact that postpartum depression is intense. 
never feel ashamed of it. If you think you may be having any symptoms of postpartum depression at all, even if you don't know any of the symptoms and you just feel like you just, this isn't quite what I thought having a baby would feel like, talk to your doctor and see, maybe you are dealing with postpartum depression and maybe you're not, but there's no shame in finding out and getting that help. I've mentioned all of this because during a pandemic, it's all that much more complicated, right? Things are open now. You know, we went through months where everything was closed. Nobody could go anywhere. And getting help was a little tricky. A lot of, um, a lot of places that work with mental health, therapists, counselors, centers, etc., are doing telehealth now. That's excellent. If you find a place or you're going somewhere and they can't see you in person, do telehealth because that is just fantastic. But I mention the pandemic because the pandemic makes everything more complicated for the postpartum period and postpartum depression independently or together. The pandemic has caused so much stress for people, right? Like I said, we had months and months where everything was closed. You couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't see anybody. And now things are open with restrictions. You have to wear a face mask. And I guess that depends on what state or country you're in. I'm in the United States and I'm in Pennsylvania. And we're required to wear masks every time that we go into a business. We are supposed to wear masks anytime we leave our house. If we're anywhere in public, you're supposed to wear your mask. So my example here is I sprained my wrist the other day and I was at urgent care and I was waiting for my husband to pick me up after, you know, after my uh, appointment assessment, I'm not really sure the right word there. And I was just sitting and I had taken my mask off because I had it on for a long time inside. And I was just sitting, I didn't want to sit on a bench. So I was, I think I was sitting on a retaining wall or something. And I was just sitting there holding my mask in my hand, looking at my phone and I noticed a woman walk past me. We made eye contact for a second and she put her mask on. And I thought, huh, I should probably have my mask on. <laughs> I mentioned that because even though wearing a mask doesn't really affect postpartum stuff, I'm just talking about what we're dealing with with this pandemic. We're not used to wearing masks all the time, or at least I'm not. And most people in the area where I live are not used to it. But when you're dealing with postpartum stuff and you, you know, I guess a good example here would be, okay, I've got my baby who is now, I don't know, well, let's go with nine months old and I want to join a play group with other people who have a nine month old or six month old or a baby in a same age group as my child. Well, play groups are a little difficult right now because Normally, if we weren't in a pandemic, you could get together, do your play group. Kids could be playing together. Moms or dads could be talking together or or caregivers or whoever. Everybody can be hanging out and having a good time. Well, in a pandemic, I don't think any play groups are even happening, but maybe I'm wrong. And if they are happening and everyone's wearing a mask and you have to stay, you know, six feet apart, it's a little tricky to do a play group. So if you were used to doing a play group and then all of a sudden the pandemic hits and you can't do your play group and now it's on you to keep your child entertained all day without any social interaction, 
that's kind of tough. That's really stressful. And that's going to add to the stress that you're already dealing with in the postpartum period. To kind of backtrack a little bit more, and we'll talk about that initial postpartum period when you're thinking about those first few weeks and months after giving birth. Now you're in a pandemic. And here you were expecting after I had my baby, I was going to, you know, get all this help or all that help. And now maybe you can't because again, we're in a pandemic and help is not as readily available or safely available as it was. Um, and those, these are just a couple of aspects of how the pandemic is affecting people in the postpartum period. There's the mental health aspect, and that's not just for postpartum depression. That's just mental health help, whether you're going through something or not. Mental health is important. So even if you're not dealing with postpartum depression and you're just tired and exhausted and you need to talk to someone, it's not as easy as it normally would be. Um, this is just a little bit of my perspective on how the pandemic is affecting people in the postpartum period. It's just making social interaction a lot more difficult. It's putting a lot more pressure on moms and dads to do a lot more than they're used to, maybe, especially working parents, right? A lot of people were out of work for a few months or working from home. A lot of people are now back at work and they're sending their children back to daycare. And it's a little bit stressful right now because there are a lot of rules. If your child's over two, they have to wear a mask. So let's say that you're postpartum and you have a three-year-old and an eight-month-old, and you have to send them both to daycare because you're a working parent. Your older child needs to wear a mask. The younger one can't wear a mask. Maybe the older one who's three years old is wondering, well, why do I have to wear a mask when the baby doesn't have to wear a mask? And you have to try and explain that how do you explain that to a three-year-old? That's just the way it is. I mean, it it's really hard to figure that out. So again, that's just one more example of the pressure that in a non-pandemic world, a postpartum parent, particular women, particularly women that I'm discussing, although, you know, obviously there are a lot of men who are going to be the primary caregivers, but my focus is on talking about postpartum, which is specific to the person who gave birth. Um, it's tough. There are a lot of decisions you have to make, a lot of things that are on your plate that maybe weren't on your plate before. So how can you support those who are dealing with the postpartum period, especially now in a pandemic? There's a lot you can do to support them. So if you're not actively going through this, that's okay. You can still support those who are going through it. I, I talked a lot about this in my last two episodes, how important support is. Support is everything. If you are not supporting those around you, and I'm, you know, for a second, let's not talk about the pandemic. Let's not talk about postpartum. Let's just be general here. Supporting those you care about is the best thing you can do to be a good friend or relative or essentially loved one. If you're not giving that person support, 
how can you expect them to support you? And that's one of the key foundations, in my opinion, in any relationship, be it a friendship, a a marriage, any type of relationship. Support goes a long way. So let's get back to postpartum and the pandemic for a minute. And let's talk about how you can support those who are going through this postpartum period, maybe feeling a bit overwhelmed. One of the best things you can do is just check in on them. Call them up, send them a text, an email, a Facebook message, whatever, and say, how are you holding up? right? This pandemic is affecting everybody. So that doesn't mean that you should feel like I have to check in on everybody I know and I'm a bad friend if I'm not checking in. That, that's not at all what I'm saying. I'm simply saying how you can support other people. If you have a friend and you know that they are within that first year after giving birth, check in on them. Just say, hey, how are you doing? And this is important when you're not going through a pandemic, right? Because the pandemic is changing everything for everybody. A lot of people are dealing with anxiety that maybe they didn't deal with before. Or a lot of people are dealing with anxiety way heightened by this pandemic. They were dealing with anxiety prior to the pandemic, and now it's heightened even more. So just keep that in mind. Even if you have a friend who never dealt with anxiety, never dealt with any mental health issue, and maybe they still aren't. However, they had a baby or babies within the past year, check in on them. Just send them a message. How are you doing? How are you holding up? Anything I can do for you? That doesn't mean anything that you can do physically for them. That doesn't necessarily mean, okay, they want me to bring them a meal. I mean, that's a very nice thing to do. So I'm not saying that's not something to do, but I'm not saying it's something you have to do. Support is as easy as listening and saying, hey, I'm here to listen. What do you need? Do you just need to vent? Do you want to tell me about your day? Do you want to tell me, excuse me, the difficult thing that happened today? Oh, my baby had two poopy diapers in a row. I just changed the diaper. Two minutes later, there was a poopy diaper. I've been there. I know how fun that can be. And I say that sarcastically, not fun. But point is, postpartum, especially a new mother, it's really stressful. I know there are plenty of times where I'm getting my kids changed and I'm losing my mind because they are not staying put and everything is crazy. Side note here, that's how I sprained my wrist a couple of days ago because my son decided he didn't want to get his diaper changed. So as I picked him up, he decided to turn into a noodle and twist his body in some weird way. And my wrist went with him while I was trying to pull my arm the other way or something. I don't even know. And here I am in a wrist brace because I have a sprained wrist. That was pretty stressful, right? That was tough. If this had happened to me maybe six months ago, I probably wouldn't have handled it as well as I did. Now, granted, I did not handle it well because I yelled and I cried and I scared my children because I was crying, but this happens. It's okay. My point is that anything can happen. Postpartum stuff is tricky. Just be a good supportive friend. Listen. If you don't think to reach out to your friend, but your friend reaches out to you, listen to them. They're going to tell you what they need. And if they don't tell you what they need, make sure you ask them, 
what you can do for them. Don't say things like, what do you need? Because that sounds kind of insulting. What do you need? You know, like, no, just say something nice. Say, what can I do for you? Is there anything that I can do to help you? That doesn't mean they're going to say yes. They might say, you know what? No, I'm, I'm good, actually. But you can listen. They might not even say that. Just remind them, I'm here for you. I'm here, whatever you need. Anything I can do to help, just let me know. And to sort of add to that, another great thing you can do is if your friend appears to be having any of the postpartum depression symptoms or just anything that doesn't seem quite right, gently, very important to not get aggressive, gently suggest talking to their doctor May say, maybe you're dealing with some postpartum depression. They might get very offended and upset at that, and that is okay. Don't take it personally. If you've never dealt with depression, and I don't mean just postpartum depression, depression in general, if you've never personally dealt with it or if you've never known someone who dealt with it, it might not occur to you that depression changes a person. Sometimes they can be very different. So if you're used to your friend being the happy-go-lucky sweet person and then all of a sudden they're snapping at you, don't get offended. Remember, depression changes people and sometimes you turn into a mean person when you're depressed. I did. I dealt with depression when I was 21 years old and I was not a nice person at that point. And I'm a very nice person. I am a happy-go-lucky person. When I was depressed, it was a completely different experience and I was not myself. Same thing with postpartum depression. It can really affect a person's personality. So if they snap at you, don't snap back. Don't say, well, fine, I was just trying to help. You can respond by saying, okay, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. I'm here for you, whatever you need. That kind of thing will go a long, long way. So in closing, I just want to sort of summarize what we talked about today. We talked about the postpartum period and the pandemic and how the pandemic is affecting those going through the postpartum period, which remember, in my terms, is that whole year following birth. Uh, we talked about how the pandemic affects people going through postpartum. We talked about how to support those going through postpartum. We talked about postpartum depression and the how to deal with it and seek out help and not feel ashamed of what you're going through. So I hope that you learned a lot with me today and I hope you'll tune in to my next episode next Sunday when I talk about infertility, misconceptions, truths, and everything in between. Have a great week.